0: Hello, I'm your host, Charmaine, and welcome to Beautiful Gems. That was amazing. Thank you to the Most High God. As we think about the story of Joseph, yes, he was very close to God, and God also put him around people that cultivated this forgiving heart, which he needed later to save the nation of Israel. And just like Joseph, God places people around us, our fellow miners, Hmm. to help us cultivate what's on the inside of us to mine our gems. You've shared how your friends are an important part of your internal process, homie. And one of the experiences you shared with me in the past involved a poem. I called it Be
1: True, Be You. And it was one of the assignments of um the poetry i had a poetry group that i was in with one of my rocks i'll call uh she's actually the one where i came up with the the label rocks because she was such a strong um and and it's tied to this she was such a strong pillar and a, one of my my rocks my my solid gems if you will wow. she was a coworker if you will in the mine And she was a diamond. She was one of my gems. And we would get together weekly to write poetry. Basically, it was a it was literally a poetry, a very intimate poetry group. And on this day in particular, I think we were talking about empowerment or femininity. I don't remember the topic, but this is the piece that I came up with. It wasn't a poem. But it was very empower it was one of our empowering moments, and it made us, I feel like, stronger. It was like a, sh- a woman's group. It was only a few it was a few people, it wasn't many, but it was it kind of what I thought of just now was a quilt, how you start a quilt and you have all these images within that quilt. It, it was like that. Like when we came together, we didn't even know what was at that table. The, the the power and the force um, that was coming to that table. And this, this was one of the pieces that I thought was, I guess it, it spoke to even us getting together as a group. So I called it Be True, Be You. And I said, so the writing this week is about women empowerment. And ironically, I have been feeling powerless in life, in love and in finances. My authority seems to be choked and bound in an endless cycle of denials and disappointments. I feel less like Wonder Woman or Superwoman and more like, as our Nana would say, put an H on your chest and handle it, woman, quote unquote. I was confused and unsure what to share for this topic, and it was within that uncertainty that I found the answer. That is when the juices started flowing, and I remembered that in these moments, going within was where my power resided. This authority would not be through my strength, quote, uh, masculine, but it would be through my weakness, quote, unquote, feminine, and emotional vulnerabilities in order to maximize my contribution. The true power that I embody is within me, dot, dot, dot. My femininity. I am empowered. Sharing has, and this is speaking to the the group, the poetry group. Sharing has given me superpowers that I have never known that I had. My superpowers are ignited and are most impactful through authenticity. I prayed and asked where I could serve, and through sharing was my answer. Like a neon. Flashing black billboard, I kept getting the sign that read quote unquote share your story exclamation point in capital letters. I have been doing the, I have been doing that for as long as I can recall, sharing my story. And I do it in the writing group as well. It is how I have gained such amazing friends. And it, and it will be how I continue to help in serving others. It will be through my struggle and through my flaws that I gain and give strength. My power increases as I empower others.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that mining experience with us. You could hear all of the hard work that you put in with your fellow miners in the poetry group to do the work that you needed to do on the inside, to mine those gems. To contrast this experience of being your own ally, what does it look like when you become your own frenemy?
1: Yeah. Although my rocks, my friends, my family, the co-workers in the mine were very, very imperative to my health, my growth, etc. Um, there are times when if I listen to them more than myself, because those are who I really lean on. I'm not going to strangers more, more likely than not to get opinions about major life decisions. I'm going to those closest to me and where I've become my own frenemy is allowing myself to basically listen to them over myself. I actually did a Love Yourself Challenge with Trent Shelton. Wow. Shout out to my coach. (laughs) Um, And what I did was a a recording of the, it was almost like a check-in, like the last day was like, how was it for you? What did you like about it? It was almost like that kind of, and In doing the recording itself, I realize and recognize this very thing of how I can be my own frenemy Mm -hmm. where others weigh in on my life and that could potentially be inauthentic to who I am. Hmm. I can play a clip of it. Sure. uh, Where... You are getting a raw authentic answer to how I could be my own friend of me all right so let's play that I made it to day 20 uh, the love yourself challenge day 20 I'm supposed to upload a video and I took a few notes so if I look down that's why um, it was really exciting to do the challenge as it's all the trend challenges um. This one was a lot easier just because it's something that I practice regularly, self-care, self-love. So the, um, the only thing is I, I had a few challenging days, but for the most part, it was a, an exciting challenge. Um, one of the things that I learned and I, I knew, but I, I relearned and was reminded that um, I do have to be careful putting others love before my own um at times i tend to allow others or the the love that i have for others or the desire to help others to trump the love i have for myself and put myself second or third at times or at least you know uh tend to their needs well in advance than i would to my own needs so that was what i was reminded of and i you know I learned that how easily it is for me to completely take myself off the table to cater to and help others. So um, I have to be careful with that. That was a nice reminder. How, how to love myself better. It's tied to that, that first question. I think, you know, um, I can't be quick to discredit, you know, myself, um, my, my beliefs, my feelings or my desires, because basically of what someone else has to say, like that can't matter over what I have to say or what I feel or what I know to be true for me outside of that person or those persons. I also uh, need to get clear on what I feel, like very clear, almost to to be sure of myself before I go out to inquire for someone else's opinion, um, because if I'm not clear about what I have or, or how I feel or where I'm at in the situation or the uh, thought process, uh, someone else can really throw me off course. Um, because if I get clear, then I can filter through what other people's, you know, what other, what other input um, people have. And um, almost then I can make better decisions because it's based off of me, not them. Um, Although getting their opinion or advice can be helpful at times, I realize that I can totally discredit my own um, decision making process and just kind of run with what someone else thinks or feels. So I have to be mindful of that. Um, the most challenging day for me was Transparency Day, um, just because of others. I had to uh, openly admit uh, on video, or I chose to rather, openly admit on video that I, uh, <clears throat> I had battled with depression as, um, growing up, and I guess, you know, putting that I'm sad or I'm hurt or any problems, issues, um, my friends and family, those closest to me tend to, uh, push it aside. They don't want me that way because they're so used to me being happy, encouraging, bubbly, um, and positive. So to see me in a state of sadness or hurt or pain is very, um, hard for them to accept and receive. So they tend to, uh, just, just push my feelings aside or push my, um, experience uh aside in order to I guess feel better I don't know um but that is something that was challenging um for me uh but hopefully I can get used to that you know expressing how I experience no matter what anyone else feels or thinks about it my favorite day was celebration day Um, and the reason is because I was so proud of myself I was very proud of myself for um, sticking to my commitment to myself. And um, I didn't really care what anyone else had to say, I think, about that part of my challenge. So um, it was a great challenge. I thank you for your time and I appreciate rehab time for all that you do for us. Thank you, Trent, for your hard work and dedication. Um, yeah, so thanks for the love yourself challenge. Looking forward to the next
0: one. All right, thanks guys. You could tell that That wasn't easy for you. That's the
1: hesitancy. Hesitancy turns to repression. Repression turns into this negative core belief play that leads me to be the enemy of my own self. So it's almost like self-destructive. A slow process of self-destruction where I lose my voice. That's where I become my biggest frenemy. I lose my voice. And when I lose my voice, then I'm living a life that's not my own. I'm making decisions that are not my own. I am inauthentic. Mm -hmm. There is no self. Mm -hmm. I have relinquished my power. I have disempowered myself and that was the point of the love yourself challenge day 20 for me. It was to, and I think that was the point of some of the challenges throughout the challenge, the days, for example, celebrating yourself, you know? Um, And being transparent, being vulnerable. That is me sharing my voice. And despite what others might think or feel about my truth, my sharing of my story, my voice, I cannot hesitate to do that because it's giving up my power. My voice is my power. My story is my power. That is the f- when I become my frenemy by hesitating and repressing my truth, my voice, my story, my experience, my emotions. Mm-hmm. That is, I start to feel powerless, helpless.
0: So let me ask you this. Can you explain a little bit more about how you were able to pivot back to being your ally? And if that included writing and journaling, one of your tools. I think at this time it was, it
1: was probably more about voice, vocalizing. So this was a, this challenge pulled me out of the journaling about depression or journaling about being depressed to telling out, you know, like sharing with those who may or may not know. Many didn't know. They looked at me as if I was lazy. I remember as a kid, I would I would sleep a lot and I loved sleeping. (laughs) And I I still do. (laughs) Love sleeping. But it looked like I was lazy or as if I was irresponsible. You know, it was a negative. And now that I know myself better, I understand and I've become my own ally. How in answer to your question, I'm able to pivot is because, again, I go back to my values. I go back to what I value, whom I value and why. And that's my shift because I value myself, right? (laughs) And when I'm feeling limiting beliefs and lack mentality and scarcity mindset, and I'm sending these mixed signals out, giving out my power, relinquishing my control to others, it's not valuing myself. So the Love Yourself Challenge was a challenge to day, 20 days of self-focus, self-love, self-care. He likes to say protecting your peace, being able to protect your peace. Part of that is setting boundaries with others. Those boundaries are what I need to remain my ally. So what I would do is I would set boundaries for myself first. Don't go ask their opinion. What do you feel? What do you think? Challenging myself to go within first, standing strong in my own decision and then going out to see, especially with an ally such as yourself, homie. (laughs) I would come and say, here's where I am in this situation, in this decision. What do you think, based off of what you know about me, my values, <laughs> my morals, mm-hmm. and, and what I value? And, and if, if you have an ally, they will base their opinion and their advice and their input on that. You, yourself. But in order for them to do that, they would have to know you. Uh-huh. Authentically. And that was what I think the Love Yourself Challenge helped me to do verbally, outwardly, expressing myself, not just in journaling. Because journaling, that's for you, unless you're going to write a book, which I hope to do someday. But, <laughs> you know. um, but it, it was it was a, a challenge to say, this is me. This is my truth. This is my story. And I'm okay with that because I love me. Love yes. yourself. I love me as I am for who I am on my growth journey in my progression. I hope
0: that answered your question. Oh, that did. That that <laughs> definitely answered the question. Thank you for sharing that. I feel like This is why I invited you to speak to my fellow miners, or I should say our fellow miners, because I knew that you would be open enough to share. And that's important with with your ally. (laughs)
1: And
0: having a sense of humor, too confirmation confirmation there we go we will we'll say that <laughs> so um i just want to thank you for being open and vulnerable enough to share the hard things because it's going to help other people with their hard things and sometimes um it's it's helpful to know that somebody has done the work or they've they've gone before you the work works. Your are proof. Voila. And so with that said, how about these unbothered? <laughs> Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I pray that you build your relationship with God, love yourself unconditionally, and put in the work to mine, refine, and shine those gems.